what I spoke on on Sunday. And I'm also ministering to the saints uh, in evening light, uh, bright tabernacle. So, uh, for their service this evening on Zoom. So, I'll greet them in a moment. Praise the Lord. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. Amen. David said, I was happy when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Amen. So, tonight we are reading once again from Malachi chapter 4 verse 5. And then we will read other scriptures later on. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So I send our greetings uh, to Evening Light by Tabernacle. Brother Jason asked me to speak to the saints here on Zoom. So the saints that are streaming this on Zoom, I send you our regards. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we are speaking on the ministry of Elijah in the end time. Um, there is a lot uh, to speak on this subject. So within one hour, you can imagine that uh, I, I, I will just be hinting on a few things here and there. Sometimes I have uh, quotes to read and then I end up not reading them. But uh, we just ask that the Holy Spirit will lead us tonight. We have received an Elijah ministry in our time. And this ministry has turned our hearts back to the faith of our fathers. And um, but you notice that Elijah did not just or will, is not just coming in the end time. The ministry of Elijah has really been there even before our time. The ministry of Elijah has been in the, in the Old Testament and it was prophesied to come again in the end time. The prophecy which I read here in the book of Malachi chapter 4 is just a, a prophecy after the ministry of Elijah has existed 
twice. Because the first ministry of Elijah is seen in the man himself, Elijah. And that was, we will be able to look at it briefly today. In the book of 1 Kings 18, shortly we shall read there. But we also see that when Elijah left, his ministry continued in another man called Elisha. The anointing that was on the ministry of Elijah or the anointing which was upon Elijah came back in a double portion upon Elisha. And Elisha's ministry, if you read your Bible, you will find it has many similarities with the ministry of Elijah. Because the ministry of Elisha was the continuation of the ministry of Elijah. So now after Elisha, after Elijah and after Elisha, now God through another prophet Malachi he gives a prophecy he says behold I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord so in other words the, the, the ministry of Elijah is in continuity here now you have to understand that the man Elijah was one and he did not die he went to heaven alive and, and you know but his spirit or let me put it this way the spirit of God which was working upon him continued working now if you see if you, you study prophets you can study Daniel you can study Isaiah you can study uh, you know Ezekiel and many other prophets you will notice that their ministry was a, a bit varying for example the ministry of uh, of Moses was that kind that would turn water into blood you know it was sent to force Pharaoh to let the people go but you see the ministry of Elijah is different and by the way in all the Old Testament the ministry of Elijah was very special from all the other prophets if you find you know God loved or wanted to use the ministry again and uh, he, he, he uses it for a work of restoration. So I want us to look at uh, 1 Kings 18 and we will begin from verse 19. Praise the Lord. Now, there are quite very many verses, but uh, we will try and, and see how, how much we can read for you. 
Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal 450 and the prophets of the groves 400 which eat at Jezebel's table. So I have sent unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. We are reading from verse 19, chapter 18. And Elijah came unto And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long hold ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. And let them therefore give us two uh, bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under and I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord, and the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose you uh, one bullock for yourselves and dress it first, for ye, are, for ye are many. And call on the name of your gods, put no fire under. And they took the bullock which was given them and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any that sound answered. And they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is stalking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth and, and must be awaked. Aweria nagamba and Elijah said 
oba chamie, oba alimurugendo, oba mpozi yebase, chigwani dokumuzo kusa. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lancets till the blood gushed out upon them. And it came to pass when, they, when, the, when midday was passed and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any to answer nor any that regarded. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, saints, I want you to, uh, uh, to, to follow me closely here. Sometimes you think that these things, we've gone through it many times, and you know, you already know them. But, but uh, I, I know that it's, the word of God is always new. And, and I want you to follow me closely so that you can be able to understand. You see, this sounds like a very good story. But this is more than a story. If I was to take time, I would almost preach to you on every verse for a while. But you know, it, it has a deeper meaning. I, I want you to see the time that God sent Elijah to Israel. You know, uh, this was a time when Israel had backslidden. Elijah came at the time when Israel was backslidden and the glory of God had departed from Israel. So King Ahab married from the, among the heathens. And in shortly we are going to look at that more, a little more. But now, you know, Jezebel started fighting against Ahab. Uh, uh, rather started fighting against uh, Elijah. And maybe I'm thinking for a, a little more foundation, I should uh, give you a little more scriptures here for you to look at. Uh, I've not finished the reading in uh, 1 Kings 18. But if I don't go back, please, you could note it down and then read it later. So the whole thing begins with Ahab's marriage. And I wanted to look at it in chapter 16, verse 31. And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbal, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. You know, let me tell you, there is something 
that God cherishes and that is his word. And the word of God does not change season after season. Man changes but the word of God does not change. If you walk in the word of God you are going to reap the blessings of the word. But if you don't walk in the word there is also a curse. So you see whenever you open the word whenever you open the Bible it has two things. It has a blessing and it has a curse. It has a blessing if you walk in it. It has a curse if you don't walk in it. And you know we can know that by seeing the church the, the church natural. Israel is the church natural. And we've seen that Israel, God dealt with Israel as a, as a nation, as a group. But God deals with, uh, with, uh, with the Gentiles as individuals. So everything that happens to Israel as a church as a nation, it happens to us Gentiles as individuals. So, while I look at Israel as a nation, I wanted to examine your own personal life as an individual. So now, everything begins with Ahab. Before God sends Elijah, things begin with Ahab. You know, the Bible says, Ahab, you know, he had seen it as a light thing, as a simple thing. To walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of, of Nebat. But now, before we look at Jeroboam, I want you to look at Rehoboam. But before you look at Rehoboam, I want you to look at Solomon. And before we look at Solomon, I want you to look at David. The whole thing begins there. David, the Bible says, he was a man after God his own heart. Whatever God said, David said, Amen, I believe it. David walked in the will of God. David did what God desired. Yes, David was not a perfect man. Just like every individual. Even, even you who is listening to me today, you are not a perfect man. Some people think that for you to be a believer, you need to be a perfect man or woman. No! Otherwise, we will not be believers. Why are we believers? We are believers in order to become perfect. The word which we believe must perfect us. It must bring us to full perfection. And that's why we are believers. But David, being a son of God, being a child of God, walking according to the statutes of God, God loved him and God promised him an everlasting kingdom. He said, that, you know, you know, he will continue reigning. His lineage shall. And so David was blessed before the Lord. But then later on he had a son and he 
but to one of the servants of the king. Prophesy to him and say, praise God. 
that God is going to, to rip the kingdom into two. And he's going to give you ten tribes. And the other one will remain with the two. And he will, he will remain in, in Jerusalem because of my servant David. The city of God could not be taken away from the, from the lineage of David. Because of David. Not because of Solomon. The way you serve God can end up blessing your children. There are certain things you are fighting. Am I preaching to someone here today? There are certain things you are fighting in your life. Listen, listen. Those things that you are fighting, if you don't overcome them, it will be passed down to your children. But if you fight them and overcome them, that will be the end of it. That will be the end of it. So let me tell you, as believers, we ought to fight a good fight of faith and refuse anything that is bad to go down our generation. So that you will tell yourself, I know myself. I'm going to fight with this demon. I'm going to fight with this spirit. I will not allow it to cross. It must die with me. Yes. But the problem here, Solomon received and he reaped the blessings of his father. But he was not able to keep them. He went and served other gods. And when that happened, God was not happy with him. He said, now I'm going to take the kingdom and I'll give the biggest part to the servant of Solomon so that he can rule as he wishes. God is God. He does what he desires. Listen. So now, um, uh, if you can go with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 11. Let us see this prophecy. Quickly now. Verses 29. And it came to pass at that time when Jeroboam went out to Jerusalem that the prophet Ahijah, the Shilonite, found him in the way, and he had clad himself with a new garment, and they two were alone in the field, and Ahijah caught the new garment that was on him, and he rent it in twelve uh, pieces. And he said to Jeroboam, Take thee ten that were uh, the pieces. For thus saith the Lord, for God, the God of Israel, behold, I, I, I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and I will give you ten tribes uh, but, he, but he shall have one tribe for my servant David is sick and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel because that they have forsaken me and I have worshipped and have worshipped Astoreth and uh, the goddess of the Zidonians uh, Chemosh the god of the Moabites and Milcom the god of the children of uh, Ammon and have not walked in my ways to do that which is in, right in my eyes 
and to keep my statutes and my judgments as did David his father. Howbeit I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand and I will make him prince all the days of his life for David my servant is sake whom I, I chose because he kept my commandments and my statutes. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand and I will give it unto thee even ten tribes. And unto his son will I give one tribe that David my servant may have a light uh, all way before me in Jerusalem, the city which I have chosen to me to put my name there. I will take thee, and thou shalt reign ac uh, according to all that thy soul desireth, and shalt be king over Israel. And it shall be, if thou wilt hearken unto, listen, listen to this part now, and, and it shall be, it, uh, uh, verse 38, and it shall be, if thou wilt hearken, unto all that I command thee and will walk in my ways and do that which is right in my sight to keep my statutes and my commandments as David my servant did that I will be with you and build thee a sure house as I build for David and I will give Israel unto you. Oh my God. Amen. Praise God. I want you to hear this. This is a powerful promise. You know, God was, you know, let me tell you, if there is something that God loves, is someone who will stay with the word. Someone who, who, who has the ability to stand with the word. In the face of anything, in the face of every temptation, you stay with the word. God loves such a person. God loves such a man. So imagine he gave a promise to David. And he said, David, I've given you an everlasting kingdom. I've even given you Jerusalem. It's a holy city. But you see, because of Solomon, Solomon carries the, the, the legacy of his father. But because he went to other gods, God was not happy with him. He now sent prophet Ahijah to go and prophesy to a servant called Jeroboam. Jeroboam was only a servant. Someone who did not even have any claim on, on royalty. Someone who never dreamt of being a king. Someone who never thought he would ever be anything. That is the same way God blesses the Gentiles. When you never thought you'd be anything, God gives you an everlasting covenant. Yes, we have a big promise here. It can be accomplished. It will be accomplished. It cannot fail. But there is a condition. God gives a condition to Jeroboam. He says yes. You know he had a new garment. So this prophet Ahijah comes. And he tears this garment. Imagine a prophet coming down. And he begins taking your new suit. And cutting it into 12 pieces. Some of you can box him. What are you doing? But God works in ways. We don't know. But as long as it is God, praise God. Say because people shout and dance and fall down, they feel offended. The Holy Spirit is not emotion. 
But the Holy Spirit is emotional. Whenever he moves on somebody, he does things in an emotional way. That's why our prophet said anything without emotion is dead. So you find this prophet, he was moved by the Holy Ghost. And he goes down to this uh, man, Jeroboam. And he takes his clothes and he begins tearing it. Tearing it apart. 12 pieces. Hey. And he gives him 10 pieces. And he tells him, Jeroboam, thus saith the Lord, God has divided the kingdom of Israel. And he has given you 10. 10 tribes. 10 of them. They are yours. This man must have gone crazy at that moment. Hallelujah. What has happened? Yes, God has given you 10. And here is what really touched my heart. He told him, you see, but for, uh, for Solomon, one tribe will be given him. And he will remain with a city. Jerusalem. Because that one was chosen. It was a chosen city of God. And because of David, my servant, it will remain in his lineage. I want to say this. God does not remember, does not forget. God always remembers every promise he makes. When he made a promise to David, he did not forget it. God given you any promise. I want to say he cannot forget. He cannot forget the promises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That he has made to his beloved. And so he says, but now to the son of Solomon I'll give one tribe to him because uh, I have um, because of David, my servant. So God remembers the son of Solomon. Not because of Solomon. But because of David. <laughs> God will remember your children his children because of you. If the Lord Jesus studies the decisions you make, the stand you make, God will remember your children his children because of you. Because of your stand. Because of your good decision. God will remember the generations after you. Oh, that's a powerful prophecy. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And he says, and it shall be. <laughs> And then he says here, and I will take you, Jeroboam, and you will reign according to all that your soul desires. 
and you will be king over Israel. When you are given a promise, God gives you liberty. The Bible says where the spirit of God is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. Amen. When God gives us all the redemptive promises in the land, it's up to you to enjoy them the way you want. It's up to you to go from glory to glory. It's up to you to buy more clothes, to buy more cars, to build more houses. It is up to you. The promise has already been given. That you are going to take a land flowing with milk and honey. So it's up to you to enjoy it to the fullest. As long as you stay within the word, you stay within the land. That is the only thing that God requires of you. Stay within the word. Don't go out of the word. Stay within the word. Amen. So he tells Jeroboam, God is giving you ten. Ten tribes rule the way you desire according to the desire of your heart. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, hallelujah. According to the desire of your heart. Amen. When God gives you a blessing, you are not going to keep going back to him. Shall I now do this with this blessing? No, if he has given you a blessing, it is yours. Yours to enjoy the way you desire. Praise God. Amen. And now Jeroboam, Jeroboam. Yeah, into. <laughs> he fell into things. <laughs> and, and God told him, <laughs> you will rule according to the desire of your heart. <laughs> and you will be king over Israel. <laughs> and it shall be <laughs> if you will hearken unto all that I command you. That is the requirement of God. If you will hearken to all the words, <laughs> if you will believe everything, then I will walk in your in my and walk in my ways rather. And do that which is right in my sight. Not what is right in your sight. But what is right in God's sight. And God's sight is the word of God. Hallelujah. A believer every day. You desire to know what is the will of God. What I'm doing, what does the word say about it? Is God okay with it? That this one is our guiding pillar. This one is our roadmap. The Bible is our roadmap. The Bible guides us. The Bible leads us. If you do anything out of the word, out of the message of our day, even if it is right in your sight, you are wrong. That's why God has given us the word. So he told Jeroboam, as long as you keep 
way and walk in my ways and you do that which is right in my sight hmm. and walk in my ways do that which is right in my sight you keep my statutes and my commandments as David my servant need that I will be with you that I will be with you hallelujah Amen. we have a promise oh my when I read this I'm not reading this I'm reading about myself God said I will be with you you ought to believe it for yourself as an individual he says I if you do this then I will be with you he didn't say if you will feel me. But he said I will be with you. If you walk in my way. If you keep my word. I will be with you. And about upon this. I can now say like David said. Amen. I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Regardless of the situation. Around me. I know the Lord is with me. Regardless of my feeling, the Lord is with me. Regardless of what the devil is doing around me, the Lord is with me. Why? Because I'm right standing in the word of God. If you are standing on the word, then God is with you. Whether you feel it or not, as long as you are standing on the word, the promise of God is, I will be with you. Amen. And that's not enough. He continues on. And he, told, he tells Jeroboam, and I will build thee a sure house, an everlasting kingdom. That's what it means. As I build for David. My good Lord. The way God gave a promise to David, God was ready to give it to Jeroboam. If only Jeroboam could walk in the way, if only Jeroboam could walk in the ways of God, a sure house. And I will give Israel to thee. Hey. Mm -hmm. What a promise. And I want to assure you. This is the promise, same promise we have. God is promising you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is promising you. Like he promised David to build a sure house for you. To walk with you. Amen. To be with you. To give Israel to you. What is Israel? Israel means a prince with God. That means God is promising you. Amen. That you will be a royal priesthood. That you be royalty. God is promising you. You will not be a commoner. 
I will make you royal. God is saying here, I will make you royal. Do you know what it means to be royal? You cannot be a beggar if you are royal. You cannot be sick if you are royal. God is promising you victory over every other sin. Israel was supposed to be above every other nation. Israel was supposed to be above all other nations. When they went to battle, they were never defeated. When they went to battle, they overcame every battle. Why? Because they were Israel. They had fought with God and they had prevailed. And God is promising Jeroboam, even Jeroboam, without fighting. God was ready to take Jeroboam and plant him in the promise. As long as Jeroboam could accept to stand with the word. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. My good Lord, brother, sister, it is the same thing for us. As long as we accept, brother, to walk in the word. To walk in the world. As long as you accept. God is going to do for you. Like he did for Israel. And this was the promise. That God gave to Jeroboam. But did Jeroboam keep it? <laughs> Jeroboam. Jeroboam. It's a sad thing. I will tell you. Jeroboam, Jeroboam, when he was given these words of prophecy, King Solomon knew about it. And he, he wanted to kill him. No one can kill you. You can't die before your time. If you have a prophecy of God over you. Brother Branham said, there will be a bride in every nation. And uh, 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 the book of Revelation says, there will be overcomers in every generation. That is a prophecy on my head. I cannot die until I overcome. I cannot perish until I overcome. Let me tell you, if you are a bride of Christ, God can't even allow you to die until you, you overcome. Because he knows when if you die, it should be gain for you. Because you will just wake up for the rapture. So in other words, when we die, <laughs> it is not a loss. So if a believer dies, it's a pleasant thing before the Lord. But I'm telling you, if you are still fighting, you cannot die. God can't allow it. Because you have to overcome the battle. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And see here. Now, Solomon thought he would kill Jeroboam. But he could not touch it. Jeroboam was wise. Now, there are some people who would be like, well, if I'm a seed, I'm a seed. God has prophesied to me by his word. I have believed it. Even if I do what I want to do. Nothing can touch me. 
Jeroboam, Jeroboam would have done the same. He would have said, Ah, Solomon wants to kill me. Solomon, I have a prophecy on me. Let me sit here. Let him send in soldiers. I will see if I will die. If, the, if he did that, a spear would have gone right through his heart. But when Jeroboam heard of it, he sneaked out and he ran to Egypt. There is something about Egypt. Even Jesus ran to Egypt. Even Moses. There is quite something about Egypt. And Israel is connected to uh, Egypt is connected to Africa. So Africa is a blessed country. It's like a place of refuge. A place of preservation. Okay, we'll talk more about that later. Now, Jeroboam, Jeroboam, he sneaked and went to Egypt. And he hid himself there. And he was quiet the whole time. <laughs> King Solomon hunted for him and he couldn't find him. Even if you are seed, don't go in a bar. After all, I'm an elect. <laughs> you will die. You will perish. Don't go into bad things when you know it. Guard your heart. Stay in the right way. Stay in the right thing. Stay in the word. And then you are sure you are safe. That prophecy has to be accomplished. The reason why God told you that you are who you are and you know who you are because he has given it to you as a way for you to keep yourself away from other things. And so Jeroboam kept himself in Egypt. And now Solomon died. When King Solomon died, hey, listen to me, church. When King Solomon died, Jeroboam had that now Rehoboam, the, the, the king's son, was you know, now gathering the people to be crowned as a king. Jeroboam came back. He said, it is time for me to go and possess my prophecy, my promise that came to me by prophecy. You have to receive a revelation. It is time. Those times of, 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 of living and wallowing in, in sin. Those times of living in the world are over. You have to have a revelation. It is time. It is time for me right now to go and claim my place in the word of prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we are here. We have come to claim our position in the word of prophecy which cannot fail. So now, Rehoboam, he quickly, politically, started to gather people. And Rehoboam, and Jeroboam came. 
with also the other people he gathered them. So they came and brought a proposition to the king. They said, Ah, live long, King Rehoboam. But we have a quest. Your father treated us this way. Very hard. What about you? Are you going to reduce the, 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 the treatment and make it better or it's going to be worse? Ah. Mm-hmm. Now, he went to do consultation. So when he went for counsel, he first of all Went to the elders. He said, Give me counsel. What should I tell these young people? Yeah, for you to be able to win their heart. Don't don't be very stringent on them. Relax things. Don't overtax them. Don't relax things. Don't be very strict on them. And then Rehoboam said, let me also go to my little buddies and uh, ask them. Those ones we went, we used to go out in the world with. You know, to do this and that. Let me go and consult You know, when you're consulting, you should know who to consult from. If you consult from everything and anybody, you're going to be confused. I, I preached here on one time on I cancel thee. I'm not done with it. I'll go back to it. I cancel thee. You see, if you're, you're going to get the cancel, God has a cancel for us. In our generation, He says, I cancel thee. To buy of me gold tried in the fire. Gold tried in the fire. What is that gold? It's the word of the hour that comes by Elijah in the end time. We'll come to that later. So now we see here, he received the wrong counsel from the younger buddies. They told him, ah, you squeeze them. So he came and he told them, now, my father's my father's way, he says, my little finger will be bigger than my father's waist. Hmm. Meaning, I'm going to be much more tougher. Because the, the, the younger man told him, if you speak that way, they will think you are strong. And they will fear you. So the moment he said that, Jeroboam saw it as an opportunity. He gathered the people. He told them, let's go home. Yes, go home. So when they reached, went back home, Jeroboam followed them and they crowned him as a king of ten tribes. <laughs> Hallelujah! So, the mistakes of Israel, the unbelief of Israel, what happened? God used it so that the gentle church can come to light. The Bible in Romans 11 says they were blinded for our sake. Amen. 
Because they were blinded. We can see until when? Until the fullness of the Gentiles become. It will not come in until the last age comes. And the last age will have the end time Elijah with an end time message to restore us back to every word of God. Oh my God. And Rehoboam becomes uh, 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 only a king in Jerusalem as the prophet Ahijah had prophesied. And Jeroboam, Jeroboam became a prophet of ten tribes. Oh, now his reign started. He was so happy. He was so happy. But here is a mistake God told him, I will be with you like I was with David. You will rule according to your heart. You will be king over Israel. You will do everything that you like. As long as you walk in my way. You walk according to my word. You, walk, you obey my commandments. But did he obey? That's the question. That's the question. Look at 1 Kings chapter 14. Verse 7. We'll read just uh, about four, four verses from there. God tell Jeroboam, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, For as much as I exalted thee from among the people, And made thee prince over my people Israel, And rent the kingdom away from the house of David, And gave it to thee, and yet thou hast not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments, and who followed me with all his heart, to do that only which was right in my eyes, but has done evil, evil. You have done evil above all that is before thee. For thou hast gone and made thee other gods and molten images to provoke me to anger. And you have cast me behind your back. Therefore, Behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam, and I will cut off Jeroboam, uh, him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and, and left in Israel. And I will take away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam, as a man taketh away dung, till it be all gone. Him that dieth of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat. And him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. For the Lord has spoken it. Oh. This is everything that comes to anybody that does not walk in the world. The promises of God are sure. The ways of God are right. And his reward is always on point. But to those who walk according to his ways. Are you hearing me? You see, saints, even those of you who are on Zoom, I wanted to listen to this carefully. You want to be blessed. Just like God had promised to bless Jeroboam. But Jeroboam's sins 
could not help let him be blessed. Jeroboam went after other gods. Mountain images he made. And the Bible says, he provoked God's anger. Because he cast God behind him. Let me tell you, life and death are in your hands. When God gives you his word, his word is going to give you everything life. Yes. But remember, it is not only the promise of God. It is also your way of behaving around God's promise. There is a part for us to play. When God gives his promise, his promise is sure. It may tarry, but it will surely come to pass. If you walk in his word, is it Easy, no, it is not. A man who was promised a kingdom. But he, 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 he failed terribly. You think because he didn't want to? But in his understanding. Thank God for Brother Barnum. He preached a message. Lean not on your own understanding. Jeroboam's understanding was maybe telling him you have to marry these women so that you can keep the kingdom. <laughs> Let me tell you, we are not going to get the kingdom by alliances. No! You find even the churches. They are doing what they call, uh, 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 you know, federation of churches. To come together. So they can get money from the government. <laughs> and I heard someone saying, even the message believers, we should gather together. So we can be powerful. Then we shall have a bishop over <laughs> us. And, and the government shall give us money. Whenever they are enthroning a bishop, then they will give the, uh, him money. And a car. Hey. Believers of the message. They also think that now. But let me tell you. We as a anti-message believers. We don't need any alliances. No. Someone once asked me. How do you. How do you then. Uh, you know. Uh, look at. How do you do order. And how do you discipline. Uh, those ones who are errant. How do you do this thing. Without hierarchy. We have a God given hierarchy. That is according to the Bible. Our prophet said the local elder is the leader of the church. He is the highest authority in the church. The local elder is the pastor. He is the highest order. I was in Ethiopia. We started the ministry there. But I told the believers, I am just behind your pastor. He is the highest authority here. But let me tell you also, the church is not basing on the pastor. The pastor is just a servant who is also a prisoner to the word and the Holy Ghost. So now as long as he gives the word and the Holy Ghost by the Holy Ghost, 
then that is enough. That's all we want to follow. Jeroboam, Jeroboam. he thought he would make some alliances. And because of that, he followed after other gods. And he put God behind his back. He forgot who had put him in power. He forgot who had lifted him up. And because of that, God cast the house of Jeroboam. God cast him. God cast his children. God cast his house. God cast everything he had. But if you walk in the ways of God, God will bless you and everything you have. Oh, whoa. God help us. That's why we are holding on to the word. We are not ready to leave the word. So help me God. Let us stand with the word. No matter how the devil is pushing on. We know we have a promise. We have a promise. A promise of victory. Hallelujah. Amen. And the house of Jeroboam was cast. The sins of Jeroboam caught up with him. If you don't fight that demon, if you don't overcome it, one of these days, it will catch up with you. He had a very long kingdom spoken to him by God. But his dynasty did not continue because of worshipping other gods. God remembers everything. And now, after David, after Rehoboam, Solomon, and then Jeroboam, then comes King Ahab. King Ahab came on the line. Because after, after Jeroboam, it was always other kingdoms fighting and then another taking over, another taking over. And later on, Ahab becomes a king. And now, the Bible says, as I'm approaching the finish now, I'll, finish, I'll continue with it later. It came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Jeroboam. Ahab knew what God wanted. But even the king Ahab took it lightly. He took it lightly to go after other gold. He took it lightly to go to the club. He took it lightly to go to all these bank games. He took it lightly. Are believers taking sin lightly? Took it lightly to go to fornication. Took it lightly to go to smoke. Took it lightly to go to have a social drink. Those are the things that made the house of Jeroboam to be cast. Those are the things that made God to divorce the denominations. And he said, I'm going to call a bride out of this denomination. She will obey my voice. She will believe my word. She will follow after my ways. Are you the bride? If you are the bride, the Bible says, they that call the, the, the name of the Lord must depart from evil. They must walk 
by no tambula according to the ways of God. God. Oh, hallelujah. As if it is a light thing to lie. To tell a lie. A believer telling a lie. Shame on you. And the Bible says it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam. He took the wife of Jezebel, the wife, the took to wife Jezebel, daughter of Ethbar, the king of the Sidonians. Jezebel became the power that controlled the king. She trained the prophets of Baal to replace the true prophets of God. She and her campaign were more vocal eating up the whole kingdom. This was the appropriate time for God to send Elijah. For God to send Elijah. God sends Elijah to come and bring back chaos to order. Hallelujah. Amen. The ministry of Elijah comes to bring chaos back to order. Praise God. And again, we see it coming here. When Israel is in chaos, Jezebel is on the rise. Jezebel controlling the nation of God. King Ahab had taken the way of Jeroboam. So because of that, Elijah comes on the scene. And when Elijah comes, he doesn't come to play. He doesn't come to begin an organization. He doesn't come to, make, to get the members to follow him. He doesn't even come to start a church. Elijah comes for one purpose to bring back the way of God. To bring back the word of God to restore Amen. The ministry of Elijah is a powerful ministry. Don't joke with it. And we here, we have been gathered after the calling of the ministry of Elijah. Praise God. Elijah in the end time, his ministry has come again. Has come again. His ministry has come again to restore us back again to the foundation. Amen. When we meet again, I'll continue from there. God bless you. God bless you. Let us stand on our feet. Praise God. Oh my. Let me pray for the saints on Zoom. Lord Jesus. Father Lord, you know who has been hearing and a part of this service, Father. The saints that are listening to us on Zoom from our sister fellowship, Lord. Bless each and every one of them, Father. That we will all walk in the ministry of Elijah, Father. In this end time, that we will know we are restored back again to the foundations. If there is anybody not walking right, forgive them, Lord, and help them to walk right in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you are here tonight, 
and you've heard the word and you know you need to be restored back again to the truth back again to the right kind of life why don't you pray in your heart tell him Lord I have just listen to me God can restore you God can restore Father Lord may you visit them in a mighty way by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus someone who has been hearing Lord they want to break out of sin they want to break out of these curses of the world they don't know how let the spirit of God overtake them right now may you overshadow them by the power of the most high in the name of Jesus let the Holy Ghost come upon them in their soul amen Amen. Oh Lord Jesus. You are the Alpha and you are the Omega. omega. You, when you come down, you come to break every chain. Break every chain away from their lives. Set them free. Free Lord. Grant I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.